Namaskar. Hello and welcome to Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Today, I have the pleasure of company of Sri T.G. Mohandas, who is an engineer, is an entrepreneur, is a TV personality, he's a lawyer and an author. And he would like to weigh in on the recent Supreme Court ruling that anyone under Section 124, also called as uh, 124A, I should say, also called as sedition law, that uh, until the government clears or states its position clearly that no new FIRs be filed. So let us take a quick look at what is this 156-year-old law called sedition law. Is it outdated? Are there any other alternatives? Everything that uh, we would like to know, Mr. Mohandasi will lay bare the facts and figures. So Mohandasi, Namaskaram and welcome to P. Guru's channel, sir. Namaskaram. Happy to see you again. Uh, likewise, sir. Uh, Mohandasi, what do you make of this current stay on uh, having anyone file FIRs under the sedition law? I know this is a 156-year-old law coming from British age. What do you make of it? Do you think that UAPA has enough teeth so that the government can just say this is an old law, we just scrap it and if you have to be charged someone, if someone has to be charged, then just charge them under UAPA. Would that be a one-for-one -one comparison, sir? No, this is a bizarre joke by uh, <coughs> Supreme Court, I must say. Mm. See, Supreme Court went into the constitutionality of Section 124A of IPC way back in 1962. A five-judge bench that is called Kedarnath Singh versus Union of India. Uh, this constitutionality of 124A was challenged. And uh, 124A was upheld by a five-judge bench in 1962. Now, if you want to make any further uh, correction on that, or you want to freeze it at least temporarily, you must have at least a seven-judge bench. That is according to Supreme Court uh, rules as well as precedent. Therefore, whatever Supreme Court said today is ex facie patently illegal. I am sorry that I have to make this uh, comment about the present Chief Justice also. If you go through the order, you read the order, they are very clever, you know, it's not an order at all. What is that the Chief Justice has written? He is saying that we hope and expect that government of India and state governments would freeze actions which are already underway on Section 124A. And they will not file any future FIRs on this uh, section until the government of India considers the matter and comes with a proposal. Now, hoping and expecting is not an order. Supreme Court has to be very clear that we hereby direct or we uh, um, uh, declare that Section 124A is unconstitutional or we are seized of the matter until we go into the detail and uh, give a final judgment. No 124A proceedings in this country shall take place. Even the present cases, shall uh, there will be an embargo on the present cases and uh, future cases also. Section 124A is uh, not to be charged 
until unless with the specific permission of this court this is the order this has to be the order it is not that we hope and we expect that government of india and the state governments at their mercy may decide appropriately pray is it an order from uh, supreme court i don't know because why did uh, uh, supreme court has to uh, uh, i mean some sort of um, uh, use this uh, malleable and ductile words because <laughs> there is a con there is a constituent uh, um, bench judgment constitutional bench judgment in 1962 which the judges know they cannot surpass there are only three you have to have seven people to touch that judgment therefore instead of directing somebody you say that we hope and expect etc and everybody is celebrating all anti nationals everybody who is afraid of 124a is celebrating saying that it is a landmark judgment that is it's not a judgment at all it is not a judgment it is a hope and expect expectation that's all what is that the supreme court is doing this is what probably once uh, arun jetli said the uh, elected uh, uh, the, the tyranny of the unelected i think this was the word he used yes yes this yes. is this is a bizarre tyranny of the unelected people sitting in supreme court they feel they are not accountable to anybody and they can use words at their whims and fancy see constitution under article 141 and 142 has given enormous power to the supreme court and power with responsibility also now supreme court is for the past few days they have re, uh, reduced themselves into municipal court supposing a municipality is coming and demolishing your compound wall you have to go to the municipal to get an injunction for non demolishing this type of injunctions were given by supreme court for the past several days are yahan demolition ho raha hai okay stay order de do wahan ho raha hai okay stay order de do what is this this type of stay orders injunctions are to be given by municipals and then what for municipal is there or is there no municipal in this country so that everything is decided by chief justices of india why high courts uh, session court magistrate courts and municipal courts i don't understand in fact uh, these judges are making a mockery of justice in india um mohandas one question yeah. one question mohandas ji yeah whenever such small petty things come to the supreme court should they not direct the applicant to go to the appropriate go and say go to the municipal court why are you coming here why are they wasting their time giving these stay orders yes uh, recently there was a news that one uh, poor man approached the supreme court saying that his uh, daughter was raped and murdered and the case is pending in the magistrate court for uh, past 10 years or 14 years it's not proceeding for various reasons so he needed a direction from the supreme court asking the magistrate to complete the procedure within a stipulated time then supreme court got angry and they said don't flood this court with this type of petitions please go to high court that fellow was driven out you know very serious thing rape and murder and that too pending case for 10 years or 12 years justice could have been done to that man but it was not done 
but uh, high and mighty political high and mighty and uh, people belong to certain ecosystem if they go and uh, raise a small petty issue immediately that becomes a constitutional issue stay order is issued government if it is asked to file an affidavit in the afternoon itself so that before 5 o'clock we will issue an order and of course 5 o'clock we want to go home unless there is an application for some uh, uh, i mean uh, you know who some terrorist who is going to be hanged he uh, he will be able to open the supreme court in, in the midnight otherwise not for genuine people the supreme court is closed at uh, 5 pm practically at 4 pm after that no business will be done all these things are there what is happening in our country you know 124a is very simple anybody can read ipc it is not a draconian law nothing like that you see uh, the biggest ever booking under 124a was done by jayalalitha during the kudangulam agitation no kudangulam uh, the tamil nadu people rightly or wrongly they were agitating against that and jayalalitha filed 6000 firs under one uh, section 124 even a dalit uh, singer he was a street singer he was also booked under uh, 124a because he objected to kurangulam uh, atomic project in fact that fellow doesn't know what is atomic project there was a big you and cry he also joined for fun and he was also booked under 124a where were all these people now today kapil sibal submitted that 13000 firs have been filed under uh, 124a out of which 6000 were filed by his own ally up when upa government was in power jailada did all these things now for chanting hanuman chalisa they have taken a case under 124a there is no 124a no sedition at all but still udhav thakre ordered that 124a shall be charged and who is supporting udhav thakre very kapil sibal is supporting and he is arguing against 124a in supreme court and the court is silent court should have asked him why you are a senior politician also you are you are a senior lawyer but you are a senior politician also what is happening in maharashtra why did you charge 124a for hanuman chalisa merely because it was chanted in front of uh, chief minister's residence such nonsense is going on a big campaign has been unleashed by anti national forces for celebrating that uh, uh, supreme court has uh, taken out 124a nothing has happened tomorrow if boldly government if it has says that very sorry your lordships we we cannot uh, satisfy your hope and expectation please constitute a seven judge uh, bench and let us go into the merits of 124a till that time 124 will play in this country if they make a submission you will see the judges will be in quandary they cannot answer that question you cannot just uh, give a go by the, uh, the constitution procedures there are procedures not only law there are rules and procedures how a court must function how police should arrest somebody how 124a under what circumstances they have to uh, apply if it is wrongly applied there is a sessions court he will immediately give bail you know the largest ever misused section in india is section 295a 
that is uh, creating uh, um, uh, what is that attacking a religion or deriding a religion criticizing a religion but what is wrong in criticizing a religion that 295a is required by islam not by christians or hindus we don't have a problem uh, hindus no neither christians they don't worry about who is criticizing bible or bhagavad gita but islam is worried about who is criticizing quran therefore 295a is in fact and there is a petition filed public interest litigation filed by dr subramanian swami it is pending in supreme court on this 295a that is the biggest ever mis misused section of ipc nobody is touching that because nobody will touch islam or islamic fundamentalism everybody will uh, sing peace for them now 124a is concerning the country's security sedition okay but country is below religion that is why 295a nobody will touch 124a everybody want to touch because everybody can play with india that is the thing and you see there is an except there are two exceptions in 124a it is clearly said that comments expressing disapprobation of the measures of the government with a view to obtain their alteration by lawful means without exciting or attempting to excite hatred contempt or disapprobation do not constitute offense under this section you can criticize the government you can agitate against the government you can raise slogans against the government only thing is that you should not incite violence by take guns and kill this uh, indian administration this is india let us kill them this type of speech will come under 124a otherwise every agitation would have come under 124a every agitation is against government either state or central but it is not coming so the so called misuse is a very small abuse by uh, few authorities some policemen might have played mischief some uh, politicians might have played mischief that doesn't mean that you take out and cancel an important uh, section and the exception number 2 comments expressing disapprobation of the administrative or other actions of the government without exciting or attempting to excite hatred contempt or disapprobation do not constitute an offense under this section so exception to criticizing the government and exception to criticize the administrative steps if people want uh, more wages they are on the streets demanding more wages is it not an uh, 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 agitation against the state definitely it is an agitation against the state but what do you for a says that it is an exception you can do that because it is an administrative decision administration decided that only 1000 rupees is to be given to mondas mondas is shouting that no 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 i need 1500 rupees this is a legitimate demand and mondas is uh, making um, big speeches that injustice is being done against me see how will i live with 1000 rupees etc etc all these things are legitimate that is why agitations are taking place including the so called uh, uh, caa agitation the kisan agitation every nonsense was taking place when 124a was in tact how many people were booked under 124a if 124a is being uh, used against islamic terrorists and their uh, conduits and their uh, support base in india 
the moment the government started attacking them with this section they have created an atmosphere that there is a big danger looming on our uh, citizens head in the name of 124a and therefore it is uh, to be declared unconstitutional and mark the advocate and the senior congress leader uh, kapil sibal he is number one anti national you know the last case he appeared was for siddi kapat he is in uh, mathura uh, jail now for the past one year the moment kapan was arrested kapil sibal appeared in supreme court for him now for any arrest you have to go to uh, either to the magistrate or to the sessions court you cannot directly go to supreme court he went with a habeas corpus petition and the petitioner was kerala union of working journalists i inquired from where did they get the money to pay kapil sibal either popular fund has paid money to kapil sibal or kapil sibal has voluntary uh, i mean pro bono done this case in both case he has to explain why he did that either he has to show the sold the money he can wash off his hands saying that i don't know i got the money he can declare that let him declare that or he must say that i love popular fund too much that i am fighting their case way of course and the very same kapil sibal today is uh, uh, in supreme court arguing that 124a is unconstitutional are how many times this uh, kapil sibal himself was uh, law minister in upa i don't know how many times i didn't count but he was definitely he was law minister he could have removed this repeal this upa could have done that why it was not done chidambaram was home minister now speaking against 124a all these were ministers they didn't do that and now they are shouting in uh, supreme court and supreme court is yielding to their request nobody is asking the basic question if i was the judge i would have been asking the question to kapil sibal why you were the law minister why you did not do that you were law minister just 80 years um, uh, back itranai ki 1500 years back you were there sitting in the chair you could have done that you did not nobody did there is a communist government in kerala how many uap and 124a cases they have charged without any demur when it comes to naxalites or maoists they are using this sessions and unnecessary shouting on modi we must also understand sri irg that government of india doesn't have any police except in delhi in all other states it is the state government which have the law and order machinery in their hands whatever firs are registered are to be answered by state government okay if you want to blame bjp you can say bjp rule governments did this much what about other governments biju janata dal government this uh, telangana government simandra government tamil nadu government kerala government are ye bhi sab government hai maharashtra government they are answerable because they are the people who are registering fir modi cannot register modi's hands are tied law and order is not in his hand if there is an explosion and if the state police informs the nia then nia comes into picture with state government's permission only cbi can take up a case what are we talking about all is state responsibility law and order clearly falls within the realm of the state 
and if false FIR has been filed on 124A, then let Kapil Sibal answer. How many cases have been filed by Rajasthan government? You should say that. How many by Punjab? I, I see, creating a, a, an atmosphere in this country has become too easy because the ecosystem is still with them, not with us. With us, I mean nationalists, and them, I mean anti-nationalists. That is why you might remember a dialogue in uh, Kashmir Files that uh, government unka hai, theek hai, lekin system hamara haath mein hai na? This is the question right. Pallavi Joshi is asking. You remember? Right, right, right. right, right. So, right. this is the system. Very powerful dialogues. Yeah. This is the system which is demonstrating its power against Union of India. That is our dear Bharat. This, all these anti-national activities are now coming up uh, glaringly open. I don't know how the government is going to react tomorrow. Because the wordings of the order is not at all an order. It is only an hope and expectation. That is all. So um, here, here is how the government has reacted. I'll just show it to you. Uh, Kiran Rijiju, uh, the minister, um, has said that empty words by Rahul Gandhi. So he's taking Rahul Gandhi to task because he says that the INC has done the same thing. And can you scroll down, please? And, and uh, you know, the history tells us that it is the Congress that is more guilty than the BJP. In fact, BJP has hardly done any misuse of this, I don't think. Um, BJP tends to be more like, you know, live and let live. Um, how do you see this thing proceeding further, uh, Mohandas Ji? No, uh, this could be a political statement by Kiran Riju. That is okay. Uh, there will always be politics over this issue. How much I did, uh, how much you did, etc. But thing is that whether our country is uh, supposed to be safe or not, can you throw open all your doors so that anybody can abuse the country? Anything can be said, anything can be held against against the country. Now people tell me that uh, look at America; they have their First Amendment. There is uh, freedom of expression. I said, I don't want to look at America. We are a wounded civilization. America has done so many rights and wrongs. And their legal system is entirely different from India. Don't compare us with America. When it is convenient for you to imitate America, you will catch America. Otherwise, you will go to China. Then you will go to Japan. I said, why Japan cannot be a model? Is it not a successful country? What is the sedition law in Japan? Do anybody know in India? about the sedition law in Japan, absolutely unaware. Everybody is looking at America because America is permitting burning of flags. Now we know there are people in India who are waiting to burn Indian flag. That is why they are taking example of America. All these jihadis, they are waiting to burn flags. You make uh, this, this type of judgments, this type of uh, atmosphere created by Supreme Court will invariably lead to burning of flags throughout India. It is some sort of encouragement that you can do whatever you want with this nation. And nobody is there to question, we are here to protect you. This message has gone through the action of the Supreme I will not uh, still call it an order. It is not an order. It is a hope and expectation. 
any government can say that no sorry your lordships we cannot live up to your expectations because we are responsible for the country we are elected by people you are nominated by yourselves you have nominated yourselves that is that is what is happening in supreme court and high court so they cannot uh, claim that they are the repository of wisdom i i respect them for their uh, legal knowledge etc but i cannot be a lesser nationalist than the chief justice of india vice versa is also not true i am not saying that he is uh, not anti he is anti national but the chief justice of india i don't know for whose pleasure he did this uh, thing and what an order he has passed it is not an order at all i let him constitute a seven bench uh, uh, seven judge bench and then go into the constitutionality if you want there was an uh, um, some sort of impasse due to sabrimala problem what was done it was sent to a nine judge bench okay that bench is not constituted subsequently is a different issue why it was sent to nine judge bench because they have to examine a seven judge bench in shirur mat there is a judgment it was a seven judge bench in way back in 1952 so if you want to touch that uh, principle you have to have a nine judge bench that is why sabrimala issue was sent to nine judge bench now if our respected chief justices want to go into the constitutionality of 124a please go form a seven judge bench at least and then examine constitutionality let the law carry on take its own course and finally when your judgment comes then uh, you can say this is what we have found and that becomes the law of the land before that freezing a criminal uh, uh, section of ipc is unprecedented in india not only in india throughout the world you go into the merit and decide either way not that you keep it in the freezer now you see tomorrow an allegation may come i don't know it may come that chief justice wanted to rescue few people from this 124a and immediately the stay was lifted this would have been uh, this could be an allegation which is coming against chief justice see the dimensions of our such judgments i don't know that is why i said i am so sad that it is a bizarre joke on the legal system which uh, supreme court did today thank you thank you very much mohandas ji there is only a few questions so let's take the first question please uh braxy boy wants to know how do we develop a pro bjp ecosystem to counter this left liberal ecosystem how do we rally the population to counter anti india protests you ask this question to jp nadda or uh, people like him how do you how to create a bjp pro bjp ecosystem i am not a spokesperson of uh, bjp i cannot comment on that it is inappropriate for me to comment on that because if i make a comment that will look as if i am patronizing uh, bjp it's not uh, good so i'll not enter into that area sony singh wants to know judiciary needs to be reformed why this soft approach to people who always speak against the nation now see uh, people forget uh, because their memory is short 
there was a national judicial appointment commission act passed by narendra modi government the first term of narendra modi government with the cooperation of congress also because it is a constitutional amendment taking out this uh, judge appointing judge formula presidium yeah. it, it was passed in uh, lok sabha and then rajya sabha with two third majority with the cooperation of congress and opposition parties also and then it was ratified by 16 assemblies because you need ratification of at least nine assemblies as per law modi took into confidence 16 assemblies uske baad mein chhod diya bhai no chahiye ab 16 hai ab band karo and the act came into uh, picture and somebody challenged it in the supreme court which is and supreme court a constitutional bench decided that it is unconstitutional that to three is to two judgment two judges said this arrangement is okay three said this is not okay this is anti constitutional so the whole parliament lok sabha and rajya sabha and 16 states were just dismissed by three unelected gentlemen of supreme court ऑन Could could the uh, government uh, then force it to a seven court bench, seven uh, judge bench? No, there is no legal position. There is no legal remedy like that. Once it is decided by a constitutional bench of minimum five judges, you cannot uh, agitate it. You can agitate it at least after ten years or fifteen years when the situation changes. I have so many data with you, and then you can again say that now well, let us have a relook on that. that is how this um, sabrimala happened you know uh, uh, what parasharan argued uh, on behalf of uh, devotees at that time he was not arguing whether um, uh, whether entry should be given or not he was only arguing that why it should be reconsidered because entry is a secondary thing if it is to be reconsidered then only the entry question comes so for reconsideration he was bringing all these things finally they decided okay whether to reconsider or not will be sent to a nine judge bench this is the procedure there so a 1954 judgment is sent uh, practically along with other issues it is sent to a nine judge bench in 2019 so kitne saal ho gaye so you can uh, agitate the issue but after so many years not immediately you cannot uh, the uh, see uh, five seven bench uh, bench uh, bench is not an appellate bench of uh, five judges it's not appellate it uh, depends on if you want to reconsider something which was earlier decided by five you have to have seven earlier decided by seven you need to have nine earlier decided by nine you for overruling that you need 11 judges you know the famous uh, or infamous case pmi pi case of uh, private colleges that was decided by 13 judge benches 
Keshavanand Bharati case. There are 13 judges who are listening to that. And Keshavanand Bharati case, uh, the final judgment came 6 to 7. Six judges were against and seven judges were uh, four. And people celebrate Keshavanand Bharati as a landmark judgment with just one judge tilting the balance. Just one judge. Anyway, that is another thing. So let us not have the illusion that we can appeal against uh, whatever Supreme Court has said. Supreme Court is the final court and there is no appellate authority or Supreme Court. That Raxi is how Raxi Boy wants to know how was the Shabano case overruled then? Yes, Shabano case was overruled by Rajiv Gandhi government by bringing a constitutional uh, amendment. An order by Supreme Court can be overruled by government of India through a two-third majority in parliament passing a bill against that. This was done several times. In fact, the first uh, constitutional amendment was to circumvent the judgment of uh, Ramesh Thapar versus uh, state of Madras. At that time, it was not Tamil Nadu, it was Madras. That was the first amendment which uh, Jawaharlal Nehru brought, brought uh, and several other amendments also. But when the court is giving an interim order, now what is the court has done today? They have cleverly, they have not drafted an order. They said, we hope and expect that is one defect. And it is an interim order. And they have put the responsibility of the uh, time period on the government. They said, till the government of India reconsiders and come with a proposal, we are freezing it. So what is the government of India can do? Government of India can, at the best they can do that tomorrow morning, go and uh, tell the Supreme Court that, we have uh, examined once again. We don't think any change is needed in 124A. Now you please proceed. This could be one of the things. But that will be a, uh, I mean, you know, a grand uh, or dirty fight between government of India and uh, uh, judiciary, which uh, Narendra Modi never does. Now, Ramesh, so I think uh, we have to have. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, sir. Finish it. I thought you were done. Yeah. So uh, we have to have a uh, bit patience to see how things develop, how the states and uh, government of India reacts, because states also have a say. Uh, the, so what Supreme Court said that government of India, along with the state governments, so every state government will have their own opinion on 124A. That also is to be collected. So some time is going to go. Uh, so in between, if some other development comes, then Supreme Court may wake up and vacate their uh, uh, words. There is nothing to vacate also. That is the play which I am blaming uh, Supreme Court that if it is an order, make it um, very clear and unequivocal. What is this? I hope and expect. I can also say that I hope and expect that uh, uh, Sri Iyer will pay me 10 crores tomorrow morning. But what hope and expect? Sri Ayer says that very sorry, Mondas, I don't have that kind of money with me. Because Gaya can't say. So this type, of, this type of word should not be used by... I have seen so many judgments in this that offered when they pontificate on an issue. They decide on an issue. Somebody wanted to hang D.G. Mondas. Then they decide that no, Mondas is innocent and he should be uh, let scot-free. And then they give some certain principle. 
we must have some humanity we hope and expect that the kerala police will have some more uh, humane nature in uh, inbuilt in them etc we hope that the government will take uh, such things very seriously murder cases should not be uh, taken so lightly we hope uh, in the fair hope that the government will take appropriate steps we are disposing this case these these are the areas where they can use expect and hope otherwise a judgment has to be very precise and legal do this or don't do this this is the content of a judgment i hope that you will do it what does it mean if the other man does not i don't know i don't understand what is happening in supreme court Uh, last question for the day ramesh swami wants to know can this supreme court overreach be attributed to the indecisiveness and incompetence of this government that is too general a question i would request uh, ramesh swami to make it specific the too general i think Okay. Uh, while he decides whether he wants to add on or do it or not, let's take a look at the next question. Uri Joshi wants to know. Um, well, he's saying it is. Uh, Uri Joshi wants to know: Is PMO giving armed weapon security or automated rifle plus two thousand bullets to each army trained Virat Hindu gun for five years? Compulsory citizen short-term service. Go back with your gun with pension. I don't know. This is not a question. It's just an observation. Never mind. So, uh, Mohandas ji, I think that's the end of the session for today. Thank you so much, sir. This is a wishy-washy judgment. That's the best we can say. A lot of people are not happy with it, and some are rejoicing. And uh, that is democracy for you. Obstreperous, noisy, pulling in different directions. Somehow we stumble forward. That's how I see it. Thank you very much, sir. And we'll be back again with such interesting. Hangouts. Uh, Mohandas ji is always a pleasure to have around. Thank you once again, sir, and namaskar. Namaskar.